Right, hello and welcome to the Final Whistle Podcast. Today, I, I am Bobby Addison and I'm joined by Harry McBain once again. And today we have Mr Matthew Selt, professional snooker player, who is on today to talk with us about Aston Villa. So just to start off the first question, what was it as a kid that, you know, introduced you into becoming a football fan and, you know, who sort of inspired you when you were younger? Yeah, I think like uh, many kids, you know, I grew up playing football at a young age um, and then the... Uh, became- the, the support in the Aston Villa part come when my dad took me to the League Cup final uh, when, when Aston Villa played Man United. I wasn't a fan of either, but I was a bit of a glory hunter. And then uh, when Aston Villa <laughs> beat Man United, I kind of thought, yeah, this team will do me. And they were doing all right in the Premier League as well at that time. Uh, yeah, very nice. I thought, yeah, so I, so I stuck with them. And now they're doing terribly. Um, and who, obviously you said they're a bit of a glory hunter and decided to follow uh, Aston Villa. Did you have any, like, players that you really enjoyed watching football as you grew up and players you um, liked watching? There, I, used to, I used to go to West Ham. I used to have a season ticket at West Ham before that. My granddad used to take me over there and there was players like Julian Dix, um, you know, um, Ludwig McCloskey, he was the goalkeeper, just people from West Ham really. But then when I went to the cup final, it was the first time I really saw, you know, the great, the great, great players of that era play and uh, Dwight York was my hero. Um a bit bit further along so it, it was just to be fair it was just um you know everyone around about that time Cantona he, he come on the scene there was loads of people but you know I had a soft spot for Aston Villa after they beat Man United and uh yeah so they were the main players really just all the Villa players and a couple of years ago I got to meet Dwight York so that was really nice because he's one of my childhood heroes oh, that's brilliant yeah, fantastic. Yes. And uh, obviously said a little bit before about, you know, when you were younger, your dad was introducing you to football. Could you, apart from maybe when you beat Man United, what were your like earliest memories as a, a football fan and maybe your fondest memory from when you were growing up? Yeah, as a football fan, like I say, I went to watch uh, West Ham quite a bit um, before I supported Aston Villa. So I used to go over there regular. Uh, All right. Yeah, so it was, it was quite nice. I remember going there of an evening game. My dad took me once versus Oldham, West Ham, Oldham. That was probably my earliest memory. I think West Ham won four one or four two. Um, yeah, it was it was a really long time ago now, but it was my first introduction to football, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and um, you said there your dad took you to the cup final. So was he a Ast- I presume he's Aston Villa fan as well. No, he's, it, he's a Tottenham it, fan. Tottenham fan, or was it just to go to the cup final? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, you know, like I say, they were doing all right in the Premiership that 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 year. And um, when the two teams got to the final, I said to my dad, oh, it's something that I'd like to go to just to watch. And, and I went there and we had tickets quite near the front, which obviously wasn't very good for a football match, being a young lad. Um, and obviously the old Wembley, you were miles away if you were sitting behind the goals. And that's where mm. we were sat. And, and uh, we made the best of a bad situation, but it was nice to see that final. And Aston Villa dominated it, and uh, I I started supporting them from that day. <laughs> a good game to be a neutral at then. Yeah, it was a great game to be a neutral at. It was it was nice to see you know both both sets of fans coming together as a chant, and there wasn't much trouble back then. Um, so yeah, being a neutral fan at that particular game was really nice. Brilliant. And I'll see. Uh, you mentioned there about you know uh, you growing up a liver fan, a liver fan. Oh, God. Oliver, Aston Villa fan. And uh, so, you know, as you've been watching them over the years, who could you say, out of your experience, is your favourite you've seen wearing a Villa shirt? Or maybe, you know, the most iconic in, from what you can yeah, remember? Definitely Dwight York. You know, he was my childhood hero. He, he, you know, he scored so many goals. He was such a massive player for the club. Uh, that was the era that I most enjoyed watching football because I was playing it as well at the time. 
um, as you get older, you just enjoy supporting them rather than playing it. So, yeah, that that the the team of that era, you know, late nineties were were my favourite players. I go over and and I watch quite a bit now, um, you know, because I know some of the players, which is nice. But being being a football fan as a, as a child and, and watching them players play was great. So yeah, definitely Dwight York, Savo Milosevic, Tommy Johnson, you know, loads of players. I could name Steve Staunton, uh, Bosnich. I couldn't pretty much go through the whole team. They're all greats, especially being a kid. You don't really appreciate how good people are. You just mm. you just admire what they're doing, and, and yeah, the whole thing was great. Uh, and obviously, this season, uh, Villa, a current time of recording, so there might have been fixtures in between when this actually gets released. Um, the ninth in the table got more points than you did last season already. Yeah. Um, what are you? What are your thoughts so far on this season? I think it's taken time for you know the manager to to settle down and get a good team that's that's playing some good football. Obviously, Grealish is a massive part of the club. You know, he's taking it forward. I remember speaking to John Terry a few years ago because I didn't really rate Grealish and he said he's the only player in the team that could, you know, step up to the next level and he's done <laughs> that. He's captained the team and he's taken them to football that we haven't seen for a few years. Uh, um, yeah, I think that Smith needed a bit of time to, to settle down. He's settled down, he's got on playing good football and there's been some good additions to the team. Uh, you know, I think we're quite lucky to be ninth. It's a good place for us to be. And, you know, if we can build on that, it would be amazing to get into Europe, which would be the dream. Yeah, I mean, I'm a Forest fan, so I was quite annoyed when you took Matty Cash um, yeah. for right back. But we got a decent amount of money for it. And you've also got, um, well, how do you important do you think, like, obviously you got Watkins as well, those summer signings were for, like, building on the next step? Yeah, Watkins was massive. You know, we were lacking last year, creating chances and scoring goals. You know, lacking the chances, I think, because Grealish didn't really have a man up front that he could, that he could fire to. But, you know, they've, they've clicked really well, um, Grealish, Watkins and a few of the other boys. There, and they're playing some really good football and creating lots of chances. It's You know, you could see from Grealish being away the other day, they didn't really, you know, they won 1-0. And, you know, there wasn't really that, that much threat without Grealish, I don't think. But when he's playing and the other lads are... You know they're all they're all putting their shift in. They're a very dangerous team. You know scored seven against Liverpool earlier in the year when Van Dijk was playing as well. So you know when everyone's playing together, I mm. think this is a good mixture of players. Yeah, yeah, um, I definitely agree. And I think you know Jack Grealish is probably one of the most the to- most talked about players in the league at the minute. So maybe like in your opinion, where do you think he sits among like the best players in the league? And could you see him, you know, staying at the club if he did get an offer from a, well, I say bigger club, but you know, like a, a Man City or a Man United or statistically clubs that are more likely to sign the, the in-height players because, you know, they have the funds to do that. I mean, in relation to how good he is in the league, I don't really follow, it's going to sound ridiculous, I don't really follow too many other clubs and follow football that much in depth. You've obviously, you know, I know most of the players like De Bruyne from City and all the top players in the league. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I think, you know, it's safe to say he's slightly behind them, but for Aston Villa, he's a massive part of the team. Um, As far as going... You know, should he sign for another club? You know, I think he's earned his dues to to take the next level of football if it gets an opportunity to do that. You know, I don't think many Villa player, uh, Villa, Villa fans, could be pretty sour if he left. Like I say, he's paid his dues. He's got us up from the from the other division. You know, he's playing great football, and he's probably the main reason why we are in the table. So, you know, if he up and left, I think it would be a challenge that he would personally need to take on, rather than let it pass him by like a few of the other players that been before him, you know, I don't think he's in the class of Steven Gerrard, but that lad spent his whole <laughs> life at Liverpool and never won the league. 
and you know that must that must hurt him definitely yeah i agree yeah and with the current league position i think because the way that seasons happened with fixtures being called off because too many in the squad have had covid or whatever and you've got two games in hand um at the moment and if you win them you could be getting pushing into around fifth which is obviously europa league um do you think that's a realistic finish this season that you could achieve with all the teams that are competing up there? I mean, never, never say never. You know, Leicester. Look at what Leicester done a few years ago. Obviously, they come from absolutely nowhere to winning the league. So I definitely think if Villa keep doing what they're doing and playing the way they're playing, that fifth, sixth is, is a real possibility. They're going to need teams to falter and they're going to have to take all the points they possibly can. But I don't see why they can't. You know, at some point Villa will get back into Europe and we'll get challenging for the league, whether it'll be two two years, five years, ten years, twenty years, fifty years, they will get there. So, you know, uh, it will happen eventually. So yeah, definitely it's definitely a possibility. Yeah. Yeah, and also because of like Aston Villa, they're a huge club in England, you know, one of the five clubs to won the European Cup. I think, you know, this sort of teams that have this history, you know, maybe like and I mean, I say I'm an Arsenal fan, obviously we have the history, that's why there is quite big expectations on clubs of that because they're traditional big clubs mm. in the country. So I think realistically, do you think the squad should be aiming for European places or do you think maybe it could be, you know, a couple more years before it's probably possible? I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, the way to attract bigger and better players is, is to offer European football and to offer people something tasty on the menu if you want to put it that way and yeah you know I think by getting into Europe of course they should be aiming for that because if they get there they attract more people you know the, you know the game will become more interesting and I think they could go further and climb higher you know get more investment and stuff that way and yeah definitely they should be aiming for the fifth and sixth it's, you know you've got to have a goal you've got to have a vision of what you're doing obviously they're not going to win the league because they're miles off you know, they can't even challenge for that. But, you know, their, their goal should be trying to finish fifth or sixth. Is sixth to sixth place get Europa? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think it depends on, like, who wins the okay. Cups. Yeah. OK. Well, you know, of course, that's exactly what they should be aiming for. Because it's, what's the point of keep playing if you're just going to keep finishing eighth, tenth, twelfth, fifteenth? I'd rather be in a relegation battle than finish in the middle. Because you're just yes. not playing for anything. There's no enjoyment. Should, the game's become dead and void. And, you know, that's the worst thing you can watch in a football game. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Definitely. And um, Villa are one of like the five English clubs to have actually won uh, like a European Cup or the Champions League, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Uh, as a Forest fan, we've got two. Uh, I don't know how many Arsenal have, Bobby. but um, <laughs> Two um, less than you. Yeah. Yep. Uh, how that's unfortunate. How important do you think it is for the club's history and especially for bringing in players that you've, you've got these European titles in your history? I mean, I don't think it's that important nowadays. I think people, players look for two things. They look for one, financial security, lots of money. That, that definitely goes without saying. And they look for opportunities that are provided now, not in the past, anything like that. I think people from that area will be proud for playing for their local club. So that'll make a big part to, to see. Like obviously, Grealish, you know, he wouldn't be staying at Baston Villa unless he was a loyal person and he liked staying at home. Yeah, you know, that's, you know that's, that goes without saying, but... Obviously, the past is the past, and moving forward, I think the only way to attract these big names is by getting there and providing those opportunities. And without that, you know, I think the club should stand still. Yeah, and I think maybe um, the only thing, one of the main things it does add is whenever anyone signs, they get to say, "Oh, I know all about the great history of this club." 
because that's the trademark <laughs> line that any signings yeah. you come in, they'll always say. Uh, and we said there about like if you get sick, it depends on who wins the cups. Uh, how important do you think like the cup competitions are? Obviously, they got you for supporting Villa. Um, yeah. A few of the bigger teams don't really take it that seriously. Like we saw Liverpool get knocked out by Villa as well the other year playing they played their kids how important do you think those competitions are for smaller teams as well for fans yeah they're massive absolutely massive you know like if you're not in the top six and you're not in a relegation battle like I say the, you know your games are pretty much pointless and I think it's uh yeah the, the cups the cup especially as a fan for me from that young age is the reason why I support Villa cup games are massive and the cup should be big for all clubs uh, especially ones that are not challenging for league titles, you know, I, I'd rather I'd rather be mid-ranked or bottom of the league in the final of cups and playing for cups and be third or fourth in the league and just doing nothing. Like it's, I know it's a weird way to look at it, but as a mm. fan, you want to see action-packed football uh, and going deep in cup competitions is always, you know, when you're a kid, it's all you ever grew up watching. Well, you guys are a different era to me, but the FA Cup was ginormous. Yeah, and now yeah. teams are making a bit of a mockery now, which is good for the smaller teams because obviously they're getting better chances of, of going further. So, yeah. yeah, I think they're they're a massive part of football. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, obviously being an Arsenal fan, the uh, the FA Cup has been one that is a bit more. You've only won it twice. Isn't it? How many times you won it? What the FA Cup? No, I'm joking. We won it seven times, eight times, thirteen. No I way. I think it is, yeah. I mean, we wow. won about three in the last sort of however many years. But obviously, as you were saying about, you know, mid-table mediocrity, I was quite disappointed, really, when we went out of the FA Cup against Southampton. Because I was saying, yeah. Arteta, he's not really... We're not pushing for any sort of European Champions League spots. And then to sort of disrespect it after we did so well last year, I mean, it was beyond mm. me. But I don't know, maybe he's going for Europa League. But yeah, as you said, you know, the FA Cup is a really important thing. You know, I've... I've grown up with it, winning a few of them. So, yeah, I do agree yeah. that it's uh, really important. But anyway, just to maybe finish it off with one final little question. If yeah. you could, Aston Villa, if you could talk to Dean Smith right now mm. and tell him to sign one player, no budget, obviously maybe slightly within reason of Aston Villa, if you could tell him to sign one player, who would it be? No budget or within reason budget? Uh, well, I mean, I could say no budget, but then maybe be a bit interesting rather than to say like Messi or something, you know? No, I wouldn't go Messi. I'd go De Bruyne. I'd love to see De Bruyne really? or someone of that calibre at the club. I think he's fantastic. Um, you know, hot. You know, someone like Haaland as well. Obviously, yeah, that'll be, young that'll be nice. You know, you're talking about you're talking about people that are never going to be at the Villa in their lifetime. So you never know. You never know. I just think uh, you know to see someone. We're lucky to have Jack there playing so well. But you know, for me, the last actual superstar that we had there was. Probably York. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you you might well inform me of someone different because you guys have got a lot more knowledge about that. But um, if I could speak to Dean Smith, I say get get De Bruyne and Haaland in and let's, let's let's start having some fun. Let's get the title race on. Absolutely, <laughs> brilliant. All right. Well, unfortunately, that's all we've got time for today. But thank you very much for coming on. Sorry about a few mess ups at the start with the uh, script writing and stuff like that. But Listen, I'm just going to go and have a game of tennis now. <laughs> oh lovely <laughs> that's great hey. alright well thank you for listening subscribe hit the like button whatever turn notifications on and that was the final whistle podcast I was just want to say before we go off um, good luck for your competition oh, thank you thank yeah you. yeah definitely good luck yes. mate